Hi there, and welcome to Soul Exposure, where we will be diving deep into the psyche using metaphysical modalities, including numerology, astrology, the tarot, and the tree of life, just to name a few. I'm so excited to share with you this many synchronicities to unlock and understand the soul's purpose, which in essence is universal purpose and the true essence of being. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Soul Exposure. We are going to get metaphysical and synchronize into some really cool topics today. Um, but the main objective is to go over the retrogrades. And I seriously love seeing how they all come in sync. And, you know, we just entered the zodiac sign of Gemini of 2020 and a new moon happened in Gemini, just a lot of metaphysical things going on. And quite honestly, I'm being very sensitive to all the shifts and changes on a universal level. So that being said, if you've been feeling maybe a little anxious on the anxious side, um, <laughs> that goes without saying, of course, with what we're going through in the world, but on another level, we are all rising high to the occasion, raising this universal vibration and I'm just so excited to see where that brings us. Without further ado, I would love to go into retrogrades. What exactly is a retrograde? For some of us in the metaphysical world, I think we know what that is, but if you did not know what a retrograde means, a retrograde is meaning to go backward. It means like the reverse, the retreat, the change of course, um, a retrogression, maybe, um, contrary to the normal order of things. So when you're looking at like astrological retrogrades, we are looking at when planets appear to be moving backwards, but they're not necessarily moving backwards. They just appear to be doing so because of the positions of the planet and earth and how they all move around the sun. I'm definitely not an astronomer. Um, so I can't get too serious into the, all the, you know, the mathematics behind it. Um, in astrology though, as a professional astrologer, I can say that I know the science behind, um, and the math behind how these planets coincide with our frequency as human beings here on earth. Um, that being said, we, right now we have Venus in retrograde, Mercury in retrograde, Pluto, and even Saturn are all retrograde. It's not just Mercury that goes retrograde. So I'm sure some of us have heard about, um, oh no, Mercury's in retrograde. Make sure you don't do this, you don't do that, you can't do this. Um, don't sign contracts. Your, something might happen with your technology. Your computer might crash. Um, don't buy anything technological. And a lot of reasons behind all that is because Mercury being in this, um, actually it's the planet that rules Gemini, which we're in the sign of Gemini now and Virgo, which is an earth sign, but Mercury represents communications. Um, so anything involving communications or relations in that area, like networking. Um, so that's why they talk about computers and don't do this and don't do that. Um, contracts, finalizing things like Mercury and Gemini is more like, the chance to edit things. So when a Mercury is in retrograde, there's a lot of chances to edit. Okay. 
So going further into retrogrades, Venus right now is the hot topic. And I really wanted to do an episode on retrogrades, but especially on Venus, because Venus is all about the power over beauty, possessions, money, love, harmony, relationships, victory. Um, We talk about Venus as being the divine feminine. But when I look at Venus, and in my opinion, most astrologers or most metaphysical artists such as myself will look at Venus as being love, like really summing it up as the power of love. What is created by love. The act of creativity, in essence, is love. Um, Abundance, again, it can be materialized as love. So one of the main retrogrades right now is being talked about is Venus. And I I really love it. (laughs) Um, We look at, like, what is driven by love. We can look at, like, how crazy love makes us over someone or something. I mean, with everything that's going on in the world now the power of love is really tuned up even more and turned up, I guess, even more. So it's really, really important to step into that. If you've been somebody who has had issues with faith in love, right? Um, This is a really good time to really re-examine those things. And talking about the re's of retrogrades, the re's, re-examining right that's what we're going to do when we have any kind of planetary astrological phenomenons of retrogrades happening when we also look at venus there to sync up even more so the venus planet and the meaning behind venus and this this love phenomenon that we really will need to help raise us up high Um, and bring us all together is the tarot card represented, which is the Empress card. Now, the main concept of this card is its meaning to Dalith or Dalith. I may be pronouncing that incorrectly, but it's a Hebrew letter that means door. So we can literally examine this as like the door that we're either opening for friends and family or closing to our enemies. But in either case, maybe it's a door that opens new ways to love ourselves and what we may deem as enemies and neighbors. It's like, you know, going back to that old um, proverb, I believe you could say it, as love thy neighbor. Um, Connections and relationships definitely evolve in major ways with the power of Venus. Again, I wanted to reiterate that. And I'll be throwing more re's in this whole podcast because it's a fun way to look at what a retrograde really is for us. It's re this, re that, right? Um, There's a book that if you haven't gotten into the tarot, one of the books that I really love um, in the studies of the tarot is called The Tarot, A Key to the Wisdom of the Ages by Paul Foster Case. And he considers the Empress card slash Venus as a mode of consciousness that has to do with personal safety, with self-preservation, and with defense against trouble and disease. I mean, I just verbatim that that from the book. That is correct. With defense against trouble and disease. I mean, 
what this is what we're all experiencing right now the synchronicity in that is like this book written years ago there's just that's just incredible because we're all experiencing this as the world and as a people and it's quite literal um we are experiencing what it means to feel safe what it means to help others feel safe again we need each other to feel safe um and looking at self-preservation as a whole as well like how there's still those individuals who are just about themselves or can you still continue with self-preservation with the collective in mind with the we in mind and not just the i um venus the empress is looking at defense against trouble and disease i mean that's the pinnacle of our existence right now is trouble and disease where is there trouble where's disease or is some um really positive motivating thinkers and speakers will say disease as dis-ease so it's all about feeling uncomfortable and i really want to stress that something that i've experienced that this whole point in this podcast is just again to share this message with others so we can understand we're experiencing it together is that feeling of disease that feeling of feeling uncomfortable but also that feeling of being okay when you're not feeling okay right like it's really okay to say no i'm not okay and that's okay like i don't need to need others or vice versa to say you know say this or try to ease my discomfort because sometimes we need to feel that uncomfortable um sense of self sense of worth so we can get through that it's really coming through that vulnerability and showing that vulnerability of no you know what i'm not okay i'm not gonna say that i'm okay but i will say that i'm okay with not being okay <laughs> you can really go down that go around and around that so i really want to show that with you guys because yeah there's definitely been moments during all this that i'm just i'm just not okay i mean quite honestly today um i have a imminent surgery that i need done on tuesday which is only about three days away from today so today i had to go for a covid19 test and they had to do this like they did a throat swab but i mean just just the scene of it alone is uncomfortable i mean we're you're in a car line of cars there's this tent by the er that you go to um like a drive-through window but you go through and you know you have your mask on but just like seeing the the um nurses or whoever's taking the swabs they're all in hazmat suits and there's this t i mean i had to take some pictures because i don't i mean for right now it's something that definitely i need to um take account of you know take a record of because once I go to, into the surgery and have the surgery, which as of right now, I'm going to be okay, right? And I'm hopeful that no matter what, I'm going to be okay. Well, we won't get into that. So back to just the synchronicities. I mean, we're all experiencing these together and we need to really recognize that. Um, going into Venus further, Venus, we just left the sign of Taurus. So the planet Venus rules the sign Taurus. It also rules the sign Libra, but in the first part of the year, it goes to Taurus first. So Taurus also, with Venus, Venus represents um, 
like Taurus represents security and how we feel secure and stability and how we feel about our talents and how we feel about what we possess. So money sometimes come into essence there that we are just um, living these past couple of months, especially like how are we going to live with or without our money? Like how, how is this going to be with the world shut down? I mean, that definitely messes with everyone's sense of security and literally like seriously, we all need to be experiencing this because that's how we're going to see major transformation, major change. If we're not all brought to the same point of reference, like being all brought down to our knees and in some sort of suffering at the same time, we're not going to all see this through. And it's really important. The universe is saying right now, like we need to see this through this change through it's happening with or without our consent. (laughs) Okay. You're seeing that everywhere and that's okay. In this instance, anyways, I mean, there's other things that obviously are not okay with or without your consent, but this instance of our soul evolution, it's happening with or without our consent. Like we need to understand that and we need to soothe that and we need to help others soothe that and help others come to that understanding that we need to all see this through and be on the same page about it. It's great to have our differences. It's great to to recognize differences within each other and within groups and communities and races and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, we are all the same needing the same things. And that's what this whole thing has brought us to really brought us to our knees in that and praying for what we, what we're to succumb to and how we're going to get to that next level. That being said, going back to Venus representing, um, really representing the, uh, like reproduction right um because we look at venus as like the divine feminine so we look at venus as motherhood but as um you know even like a warrior of of maternity of femininity and so venus can represent the womb represent reproduction when we take that synchronicity further as you know, this podcast is all about synchronicities and metaphysical modalities and linking them all together. We're linking these tarot cards and these visuals to astrology and planetary alignment and planetary energy and how it affects us soulfully and universally. So Venus representing Taurus is an opposite. um, It's like it's polarity to the sign of Scorpio, which is if you look at the astrology, it's like on the opposite end. So Venus in Taurus and Scorpio on the other end of the spectrum, they're a, they're a pair, those two. Okay. So the synchronicity with Scorpio is that it also represents, um, the death card. So in the tarot deck, if anyone ever gets a chance to look at it, or, you know, I hope this, you know, definitely gets you curious into looking at some of these cards. The death card, the tarot, represented by Scorpio, is also represented as key 13. And Scorpio rules the reproductive sex organs. Um, in the card, when I really meditate on the meaning and the visual of the card, it's all about wanting things to flow freely without any burdens and forethought of what is thought to have been done how it should be done, why it needs to be done. Is it right or is it wrong? Are you doing it for someone, something else, or for yourself? Death does not deal with this mindset. 
death deals only with ebbs and flows of the universal laws that govern it. So I I love the visual that does I mean it's it's definitely, I mean, it's not it's not a pretty card, I guess. But when you look at the symbol of death, and we all know the the death visual with this this the huge scythe and you know, reaping the souls, so to speak. But death is really about regeneration and um rewiring and again those rewords so as we're in this these these retrogrades especially this venus retrograde like we're looking at regeneration so when you further increase like okay now we're we're we've just opened up even more to this death card right I see the death card as representing a release of martyrdom. Martyrdom gets discovered and dismantled in this card. The experience of being the martyr, playing the martyr, and martyrdom in general is just basically thrown out the window because it's not necessary. I think a lot of us tend to go into that realm of martyrdom. And I think that's why I love about this card is that it's really telling us that those types of burdens are no longer in alignment and no longer in attachment. And and all they do is cause clogging. They cause the, clog the pipe, so to speak, right? So if we can just look at being a clear channel for what the death card represents is like literally removing all these burdens, removing all these things that we think we need or have or should do or feel or however it has been played out in our lives and in this world in the past year, past couple years, past 100 years, past thousands of years, being a clear channel, we can feel that flow. We can be that flow instead of always thinking about how to go with the flow, which can also burden. We're always like analyzing how to go about, how do we go about doing that? Like, what, what does that really mean? Instead, Take a couple deep breaths and just be with that flow that you're trying to go with. That is what we're here trying to obtain right now, is being the flow. Um, going back to the death card. Death card is about transformation, regeneration. It's a revolution, okay? We have a chance to retrain right now. We have a chance to rewire, to, I mean... Definitely quarantine's going to cause some reproduction. <laughs> we have a chance to revisit. We have a chance to realign. I found it so funny. You know, I'm always looking at the the RE words, the re-words, I like to call them, and phrases that aren't always considered retrograde. And that's where I see a majority of astrologers and authors of astrology refer to retrograde as like a chance to reevaluate, um, recalibrate, renegotiate renew, reassess, in in a sense, relive the past term of however long each planet essentially slows down and possibly re-enters a theme of what we thought we passed through. Not necessarily going backwards, but a chance to review. Like being able to step into a time loop um, and we get to reiterate what is happening in that time loop. Um, I feel like we're always being asked to use these magical times in our lives right now with our heads and constantly analyzing our actions before actually taking any kind of action. And then things become so time consumed by the ego part of our minds 
instead of constantly analyzing, I, I believe we should be calling into taking action on all these things that we give too much time into analyzing. And honestly, enough's enough. So, you know, you want to go do those types of reads. I would like to flip the side of coin and say, why don't we look at this energy, this frequency that's coming through right now as a chance to retaliate, as a chance to reconcile, to reconcile, right? As a t- chance to resuscitate, like bring that breath back, that 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 life back to what it is that we are consuming right now bring that life back okay um this is our chance right now it's a golden opportunity to resuscitate our lives and our communities and our worlds that we live in um one of the one of the cool like rewords that i wanted to discuss was reconsecrate and reconsecrate means to consecrate something again so we have this chance to reclaim a sacred space or something sacred again. I I believe that overall that word will help open our soul being in order to level us up. Even when we think we are having to take two steps forward and 15 steps back during what the fear of what some people look at retrograding is all about. So take this time to, you know, it's time to retaliate on your on what your goals have been and what they can be now. And that's a beautiful thing, my friends. Um, on a positive light, busting our way through old ways of being is going to help us rip those band-aids off and expose what needs to be regenerated, bring into new existence, new form, and regrown. Taking what we have just been exposed to in our soul evolutionary growth and seriously bust through some more negative BS we've been carrying around with us as a group, as a society, as a species, as a world, as a collective being, this is honestly right now a chance to be um, something that we've adapted to and that we are really effing over it. In my opinion, it would be fun to jump jump through a retrograde portal and be all over that with a revolution. And I'm sure we're going to be seeing more and more of what a revolution is. I really think that we have rediscovered what our our safety net is and we are going to get through this. So... I wanted to really share this message with you guys. So definitely if you feel the need to comment or um, you want to talk more about retrogrades or you have something else you'd like to hit basis on, um, you can email me at jamesgetsmetaphysical at gmail.com. I also have an Instagram, jamesgetsmetaphysical, and I'm doing all sorts of things and synchronizing everything that I love on a metaphysical study and all modalities. So I wish you all the best in this weekend ahead and for the remainder of May as we continue to level up our our game here. So have a great day and I'll see you soon. 
Thank you, friends, so much for listening to another episode of Soul Exposure and all the metaphysical moments that we are having here on Soul Exposure. If you would like to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram handle is at jamesgetsmetaphysical. You can also email me with any questions to book a session, a soul session, of course, and any other topics you'd like me to discuss here on Soul Exposure, please let me know at jamesgetsmetaphysical at gmail.com.